0: You're listening to Media Road Skill Bites with me, Owen O'Sullivan. The Media Road project is supporting the transformation of the European media sector by building an ecosystem for innovation. Skill Bites is a podcast series where we're exploring changing skill sets and career paths in today's media technology environment. My guest for this episode is Rasha Hasbini, who works at the European Broadcasting Union, where she is the lead on partnerships and services for Eurovision news events.
1: It's a huge change that we've gone through in the past 10 years. It's really as dramatic as going from black and white to color TV. It's now stabilizing on the technology side, so you have all the communicators that are in and that are actually explaining in simpler ways how the technology works and how you can embrace it in today's world.
0: Media Road.
1: Media Road. Skill Bites.
0: Skill Bites. Thanks for joining me, Russia. Thank you. So, at the start of Skill Bites, we set a challenge for all our guests. Russia, I'd like you to summarize your career to date in about 30 seconds.
1: I've started as a. um student in visual communication. So it was all about web design, graphic design, and then I discovered audiovisual and documentary more specifically. So I've trained and then I was working at the EBU at the newsroom for about six months until the Lebanon War started um, and that was the at the same time the moment where I was shooting my first documentary and I had just come back from South Lebanon and so I could help the uh, news operations team that were going into Lebanon uh, navigate their way into South Lebanon and that's when I discovered what uh, news was all about and what news operations were all about. So the field operations were for me from 2009 until 2015. And after that, I came back and I uh, was embedded in the technology team because news uh, had been disrupted. There was new technology out there. And uh, recently, I've just taken uh, the job as lead on partnerships um, because there's so much to do uh, to rebuild the whole uh, news operation team that is now based a lot on uh, software and IP and uh, what you can do with the new technology today, that it, now that it has stabilized a bit.
0: To what extent would you have described yourself as a digital native or a techie person before you made that jump?
1: Being a digital native is something that is very interesting, but it's still a label. Technology is part of everyday life. You cannot go without it. But still today, you have 60 to 70 percent of embracing new technology that is relationship management and people management and it's often maybe politics or often also if you really strip it down to the core, it's dealing with fear of change, which is a very interesting world.
0: Would you say that if you look at, say, young people coming into media jobs today who are surrounded by social media, etc., as opposed to maybe very experienced media practitioners, journalists, editors and so on, are those who, who didn't grow up with this technology at a big disadvantage?
1: It's a lot about... Yeah, being born with a minimum understanding of technology, but it's still very, very uh, relevant to have the right communication and people skills to bring innovative projects together. The ones that are very interesting to watch are the people in the middle, the ones who actually manage to fill the gaps or build bridges between the two. Uh, generations.
0: Is there a risk that those communication skills will get lost as part of this transformation? How can media organizations make sure that those skill sets get transferred to younger generations coming into the workforce?
1: They have to talk, 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 talk all the time. They have to absolutely listen as well. And if you listen to what's important to the new generation, you can find a better way to communicate with them. And it's crucial. It's crucial because you can see that today young people are lost in the mass of information and they are really absolutely focused on what is given to them by their peers. And the critical mind and the critical thinking is is a skill that's absolutely uh, important. Um, Being comfortable with the technology is now not an option. You have to be comfortable with any type of technology in front of you. So actually the skill that is transportable is curiosity. If you're not curious today, you drown. So between being curious and shaping their critical minds and asking why all the time, all the time, all the time, um, I think you're set for the future generation.
0: If we say that that news and and the technology that surrounds it has gone through uh, a big transformation over the last 10 years, do you see it stabilizing now or is there a sense in which it's never going to be stable? There's just constantly going to be change going forward.
1: Change is the new normal. So it's about coping with change and finding a way to keep up with the constant innovation. Once you're comfortable with that, you're good to go. Today, on a news operations team, the skills have completely changed. Of course, you have to be comfortable with change on the field. Of course, you have to be uh, very reactive and find solutions. But today, you also need to understand how software works so that you can feedback. There's a feedback loop that needs to be established in every team, Once you have a feedback loop and once you have um, communication with your software team, and that's a new type of profile that we now see, once you have that going and they improve continuously while they watch you uh, working and while this is happening, this is the only way, I believe, that we can today stay relevant. That takes a lot of courage because... Saying to somebody who's leading a a department, "Okay, okay, you have had your broadcast engineers for so long, but today, you know, we have to make them work with software engineers is not something easy to swallow. So politically, it is very difficult to convince very established teams to say, you know what, today you're going to have to work with somebody and somebody completely new and somebody half your age And actually somebody that you're going to need to listen to. It's very challenging, but it's very interesting times.
0: If you look at these multifunctional teams that you're talking about, does it still make sense to talk about someone as being editorial or someone as being technical? Or does everybody need to do both?
1: It's very interesting uh, as a question. I believe that, no, you cannot now pretend that you're only editorial or only technological. But you can have a certain tendency towards one side or the other. You need to be able to speak the same language as the software engineers or the broadcast engineers in our situation. And they need to also take the time to listen to the editorial side of things. And that has not happened systematically. If they listen and talk to each other regularly in a continuous improvement loop and a continuous feedback loop, then you have the recipe for success. And that is a conscious decision from the top. If you don't have that endorsed and protected, the need for communication, the need to, to have them just exchange regularly and hold them accountable for that, you are nowhere near finishing your digitalization process. And it's a, it's a pity.
0: When you talk about feedback loops like that, that suggests to me possibly lots and lots of meetings. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. <laughs> your meetings should be short, not more than 15, 20 minutes and standing up, please. <laughs> okay. In order to innovate, you have to be able to continuously improve. In order to continuously improve, you have to cut the waste, the waste of time. Time is the most valuable resource you have. And so when evolving becomes part of your everyday life and you take that in account in your everyday delivery of, of service, then you're fine.
0: So at the end of every episode of Skill Bites, we ask our guests the same question. And I'm going to ask you now, from where you are now in your career, if you could give yourself a piece of advice at the start of your career, what one piece of advice would you give to yourself?
1: Cut the noise, actually. At the beginning of my career, it was a time where the technology started disrupting the, the very well-established ways and workflows that we had. You had the very established workforce that had been doing the same thing for 10, 15 years that wanted nothing else than repeating and continuing the way because they thought they held the truth and they did in a certain way. So cutting the noise really early on to listen and realize that the change was happening would have been an advice I would have given myself, yes.
0: Well, Rasha, thank you very much for joining me for this episode of Skill Bytes. Most welcome. Media Road.
1: Media Road. Skill bites. Skill
0: bites. You can find more information on the initiative that has inspired this series by heading to mediaroad.eu.